0: ultimate fighter season 27 episode seven recap what's going on man um same old same old grinding every day same old man you're at the gym you're doing your thing uh
1: yeah, waiting class is starting like an hour so I got like an hour of a quiet gym
0: well you know if the gym is too quiet then that's not a good thing i should be hitting the bag <laughs> well i saw yeah. you uh moving around a little bit so it seems like your knee is getting better
1: yeah man um like pro my my progress has been going like super super well um like i'm way ahead of schedule of what i should be and um like you know my specialist my physio everyone's like um really impressed and you know i'm still taking it slow i'm a bit hesitant on what i'm doing like when i'm hitting pads and stuff i'm trying not to jump around and trying I'm trying not to move my feet too much but it's a it's a big improvement on how I felt like four weeks four weeks ago and then four weeks before that you know it's just every day is getting a little bit better and easier
0: so that that cut was a cut wasn't as serious as what is that that cut on your knee wasn't as serious as uh it was meant out to be huh
1: oh no no no. it's uh, like (laughs) It, it was serious, and that's why it's um why it's gonna get like you guys will see what what happened to my knee, and um you guys will see like the the surgery that I had to have on, on my knee. So it was it was as serious as serious as it could get with my knee. You know, Speaking, um,
0: yeah. Speaking of injuries, so yeah. man, like your your opponent that he fought and uh, his foot was all jacked up in the beginning of the show. They they showed it on the episode but then more what's more serious than that was his like concussion symptoms right so could you talk about that like how was the environment in the house man with him kind of having these symptoms
1: it was uh it was a real it was a downer um I know for me like it was it was pretty hard to uh to like kind of see that. Because it's a side of fighting that, like, we see on our part. So, like, if that happens to one of my students, I see that, you know. But we never see the damage that we cause to our opponents or the damage that we could mentally do to our opponents sometimes too. So, it was tough to kind of see that. It brought everyone's mood down because uh, Ricky was a real nice guy as, as well. He was a good friend of mine in the house. And then someone who you know genuinely wouldn't wish bad upon you to see them in that state, like, he couldn't talk at times, like, he had to stay in his room because the loud noises that, that we would make um, would be ringing in his ears, he couldn't look at light, he couldn't do interviews for the first few days, um, the crutches, uh, it wasn't even his foot, like, after a while that was hurting, the crutches were helping him kind of walk around because it just felt like the whole room was spinning and it, it's, it's, a, it's a scary side of the sport, which I don't think was, like, not enough of how serious it was, or maybe we just took it really serious, was shown in in the show. You know, like I said, that was going on for like maybe a, a week, that, that first week until he got ruled out. You know, I think it was like four or five days later he got um, ruled out. Those were, that was a scary couple of days because you never know. And if you hear the advice of all the fighters, like Luis is saying it, Tyler is saying it, Joe is saying it, I'm saying it, um, it's not something to mess around with. Your brain is not something to to mess around with. Taking hits to the head, um, like it is a serious sport, and people are going to get hurt, you know. But um, you need to be able to give yourself that time to recover. And, and some people, some people take the shots better than others. And I don't think that was really the case with Ricky. I I just think that um, you know, I just he took he took one too many in that fight that um. You know, luckily for him, or like luckily for everyone else, um, he didn't take one shot too many. You know what I mean? Like he he took what I had. Um, you know, and when every time I threw a punch, I threw it to try and explode his head. Um, that's how I like I throw it. But um, but yeah, I, I I didn't like seeing that. It did bring our mood down. It did make me feel super guilty in the house. Um, there was a few times, and watching back on it was was kind of hard. Like, I had this sick feeling in my stomach when I was watching it back. Because, like I said, we go in there with a kill or be killed mentality. But at the same time, especially someone you've been living with and you've been spending time with, you don't want to see serious injury or serious harm done to them. So, um, that kind of sucked watching back on it. But Ricky's a tough guy and he'll he'll get past it.
0: Yeah, it it, it is terrible, man. But you just don't know, like, what – the ill effects are yet? Like, is he okay now? Have you talked to Ricky now? Because that was like months, a months ago,
1: right? I spoke, I spoke to Ricky. Um, I've spoken to his manager. Like, I've kind of just, just like checking up on him and stuff like that. Um, I don't know too much about, um, like, exactly, because I'm not there. Obviously, I just kind of go off what what I hear, Um, you know, but uh, he's still probably dealing with some issues because things like that, they don't. you don't get over them in a week, um, you know. And mentally, they can have an effect on you as well. Um, physically at the start, like internally and externally as well, they can have like an effect on you. But then after a while of you being hurt, it starts to play like a big mental game, you know. Can you take the sh- those shots again? And, um, you know, what's going to happen the next time I get punched, you know. So, um I, I I wish him nothing but the best and I think he's a warrior and I think he'll come back. Um you know, I just I hope that he just takes the time to recover. Like not tries to rush back into things and um and, and get hurt too soon. You know. I would want I would want to see him back at a hundred percent.
0: Well if you look at his track record, he's basically won almost all his fights by decision, which means that he has taken a lot of shots to the head, you know, give and take. Well, I-
1: spoke to him, when I spoke to him uh, before and after our fight, through conversations we got, He one thing he always prided himself on was not getting hit. Um, he, he always prides himself on being a championship point fighter, as you see in the episode. So he's in and out quick, he likes to land quick damage and not take any damage. He said to me, that's the most damage out of, he's had a bunch of amateur fights, bunch of pro fights. He said he'd never been hit like that in any of his fights before. And he said he'd never been hit that much in his life before either. So, um, you know, that was my goal to try and put that pressure on, um, you know, and react. Hello? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, obviously, see how he reacts to taking those hits as well.
0: Yeah, it seemed like everybody was worried, you know. He he couldn't sit, you know, look at light. His noises affected him. So, But he
1: didn't want to go to the doctor and finally... You know, well, that's the fighter that he is. I, I, Hey, I got injured too and I didn't go to the doctor. They gave me the option to go to the doctor or go to the PI over my knee. Knowing that a, a doctor can rule me. I knew knowing a doctor can rule me out and a person the PI can't person at the PI can only treat my leg as much as they can. They can they're not a doctor to rule me out. So we all knew that. So you know if, if, if someone if someone went to the doctor on, on their own accord, usually, you know, unless they were forced to, it would mean that uh, you know, they, they did or didn't want to fight. How much do you want to fight? You know, That's Ricky wanted to fight. <laughs> Ricky wanted to fight. And, you know, that's something he can be proud of. But DC made the right call there.
0: Definitely, yeah, yeah. He he did, man. He's the coach. You got to make the call. You, you're the right. you the coach. You got to look out for your fighters. Look out for your fighters. And uh, he told him to go to the hospital. The doctor checked him out and told him, you can't fight. You can't fight, man. Like, you've seen that's what him. happened to T.J. Grant. Remember, he was, like, one of the best lightweights in the world. He was about to get a title shot. And then all of a sudden, he disappeared, I think, for that same reason, is he had those concussion symptoms, and he couldn't fight again.
1: Hey, uh, you—you've heard, you've heard of a lot of fighters getting them, and then, but then coming back stronger. Robbie Lawler. You know, um, he, what did he do though? He just stopped sparring and he did a lot of technical stuff, specific stuff. Um, John Moraga as well at one stage had a problem with it. He was complaining about getting headaches over like long months and like periods of time. Uh, they take a break and they get better and they they come back. You just have to be able to give your body the, uh, the right amount of time to recover and come back. You know, you have to be smart in that sense. If I, uh, if I take a shot, You know, uh, like, if I start taking heavy shots and sparring, I tell my brother, I tell my team, I tell everyone, like, you know, I'm not gonna spar for the next couple of weeks. It's happened before, you know. I don't think I've ever, like, been concussed. Uh, I've been dropped once, you know, when I was an amateur. And um, and after that happened, uh, after I felt like I took too much, I didn't spar for maybe, like, the next six months or something. Uh, I didn't do anything with my head. As soon as I, uh, I feel like that, as soon as my guys do that, I try and um advise them, no sparring. You know, even if they win their fight, if they get dropped or concussed, I'm like, no fighting, no sparring, just take a little bit of a break. You need to give your brain that time to recover.
0: Yeah, man. I'm glad that uh, that they took care of him, and uh, hopefully yeah. he's better, man, by now, because he's an active guy <laughs> on social media, it seems like. Sorry? He's not really an active guy on social media or nothing like that, so you don't really. No, hear
1: him. He's a quiet guy. Like he, 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 That's just how he is. He works hard and he's quiet. He's like he is like a silent assassin. Like uh, I trained with him, like I rolled with him as well, and I did a, a bit of training and I seen him train before we kind of entered the house. And um, he's just someone who works real hard. And um, he's not about like big social media things. He's just about him working hard and his family. So that's what type of guy he is. Hopefully, uh, we see him back in that cage. And, like, he deserves to be in the UFC. He beat me. and uh, Like, I'm not saying just because he beat me, he deserves to be there. But put on a good performance, and uh, hopefully, like, they see that.
0: Yeah, it leaves a lot of spots open, man. There's, like, it's in limbo. That's what's weird about this, episode, uh, this season right now is usually they come in right away. But this time, there's all these spots open, but nobody's filling them yet.
1: And well, we're, to a film. we're huh? ready to fill them. Yeah, of course. You've got you've got Gunther, Jay, myself. Like obviously my fight just ended and that, that was the episode where they showed the guys that are fighting for their position. But there's guys that are there waiting to fight. And hey, when some of the picks are are made, some people are, are a bit hurt by them. I don't know what they'll show. Um, you know, but they get some reactions when the when the semifinal picks are made.
0: Oh, of course, man. Like I'm pretty sure some people are gonna be very, very angry yeah. about selections. Uh Bryce Mitchell, he, he there was a nice guy moment during the episode yeah. where he cooked Ricky Steele some breakfast and brought it to him in bed, you know. Who would who would have imagined that you would have got somebody would have got breakfast in bed
1: in the tough house? Which is I don't hey, think hey, that's hey, ever happened. Shit nah, shit like that happened heaps in the house. Like that was the only time they like um jay was a jay and mike were like two of like the best and Luis even um you know they were two of the uh, three of the guys Luis, j mike that uh, when they would cook something they would generally cook it for a lot of the guys um like Luis, one night i remember he made pasta for everyone um you know violent bob ross is cooking and then there was one night like trezano always was cooking for us making us cakes and stuff um you know, but, it, like, everyone, like, uh, had their times of, like, cooking for people, and Bryce was just one of those nice guys that, like, if you ask Bryce to do anything for you, he's, like, down to do it for you, he's, like, your homie, so whatever you need from Bryce, he'll help you out, you know, so, it, it, I never got to see that, but it was cool to see it back and, and see, really, what um what he's got.
0: All right, now, continuing the theme of weird shit that happened, Richie Smallin, man, like, What type of shit is that? I don't. I don't think I've ever seen that happen.
1: Like you know what? At any fight
0: cards I've been to in my life,
1: never. uh, Man, okay. I've had some weird shit happen before a fight, like people pulling out and and stuff like that. But I've, I've never seen anything like what I just saw in the episode because I didn't get to see Richie. I walked into the. You see, at one stage in the episode, I come in. I'm like, man, I'm hearing Richie's got cramps. I'm an idiot, right? So I, w- I walked into the back And I heard Stipe, DC And like two other coaches They're like Not arguing But they're like Hey, what do we do? And then DC is like Hey, he's got cramps What do you want me to do about it? Like It is what it is You know And then like I got told to leave Like I kind of walked into a section Where I wasn't And they were like filming And I wasn't meant to walk in And I'm like Oh shit Like we were meant to be In the other room So I went back into the other room And as I walked back All the guys are there And they're like We were waiting for the fight to start, and there was, like, a bit of a delay. If there's ever a delay on the Ultimate Fighter, something's going wrong. So the guys were like, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, man, I don't know. I think Richie's got some cramps in his stomach or something. Something, I thought something must have gone wrong with, like, the weight cut, the rehydration. So if someone said cramps, I thought of maybe, like, pain in your stomach or something. I didn't think, like, actual cramps in your calves. I'm just stupid. Um, But, yeah, so I, I heard that. Everyone started obviously speculating about what the fuck's going on. And then we find out that he's like calves were locking up uncontrollably. And we never seen any of it. And we've seen it now on, on the show. But um but he got he got diagnosed um, and it was a like a super super serious problem. Um I hope they show it in the next episode. Um, but like it, it was life-threatening. Like I'll tell you that much, it, it was actually life-threatening. And it wasn't one of those things like, oh, my cramps went away and I'm better at night or I'm better the next day. He was fucked up. Like, Richie was fucked up for the rest of the time that he was there. Um, you know, and, like, it's another one of those things like Ricky. You wonder if, like, he's back to 100% health yet. You know, but Richie's one of the guys that I, I do speak to more often. Um, Richie, uh, I spoke to him, like, a couple of days ago. He always messages me and, and I always message him and just to check up. And, um yeah, he, he seems to be in, like, super good health. He's saying, you know, he, he's back to 100%. And he's back to looking after his body and he's training. And I seen a photo of him training this morning with Conor McGregor, so that was cool.
0: Yeah, it must have been shitty to be in the it house was. for that many weeks. It was. And not have any
1: problems. Did he have any problems up to that point? None. No problem at all, at all. He was, like – you seen an episode? He was saying he was running every single morning. You know, he was running for hours and hours. I think his body was just overtrained. That
0: could be um, a possibility. That and, and,
1: its another one of those things. Like I said, I said last week I dieted for too long. Um, I think a few of us like went a little bit crazy. I think uh, uh, Richie overtrained, and that's why that happened to his body.
0: Could it be a, like a combination of overtraining, running too much, the nerves? Getting to the, yeah yeah I think
1: I think the nerves play a big part about it you know because uh, I think a lot of people expected Richie to win that fight I think Richie expected to win that fight I I personally believe that it was it was going to be a very easy fight for him um but I think yeah, everybody you know. believed
0: that it was going to be easy fight because everybody that was talking about his opponent uh, Allen everybody's like oh you know when you train with Allen they don't want to say bad about him but they're saying, like, maybe he's one of those guys that fights better than he
1: trains. Which well, you I, I was hoping, I was hoping one of those – I said it in the episode. I was like, oh, man, I, I think he fights better than he, he trains, but, like, for his sake, we'd hope, hope so. He's he's a super, super tough guy, but uh, – and, like, you know, he, he was a physically strong guy. You know, he'd work hard, but uh, that was it, you know. Wait, i got to open up the front door one second. Uh, I think I'm getting some, uh, some kids in, uh, in the gym now. Thank you. Hi guys, say hello.
0: Hello. Hello.
1: (laughs) Getting ready for the kids' classes. Little monsters. Yeah. Uh,
0: Yeah, like, Zuniga, if you watched him on the show, what I noticed about him is that
1: he didn't, like, technically, he didn't look very good. Nah, he, he, technically he's not. But in MMA, you don't have to be technically the best fighter to win the fight. Exactly. You know, you can get away with it. with uh, Like, you know, a lot of fighters get away with their cardio or get away with something. Everyone's got some type of X-Factor. Um, we were just trying to find out what Zuniga's X-Factor was. Like I said, I don't like to talk bad about any of the other fighters. Um, like, skill-wise, uh, he wasn't not anywhere near the highest level. But, like, heart-wise, I would have put him up there. Like, you you see how he was. He wanted to fight, you know. And yeah. He, he time was, that. And, he was, and he was there ready to fight. And that's all that matters. He was very emotional,
0: you know, after he found out that Richie wasn't going to fight. He wasn't going to fight. And, you know, he, he was saying that he needed the money. He has to fight. Because, you know, he, I'm pretty sure he comes from a different situation than most of the people in the house. Yeah. And... Uh, and then Dana White's going up to him and trying to console him. And he's all like, hey, you got the bonus. Like, he gave him the bonus, man. Like, Alan did a little trickery. I don't know what he did, but he got a bonus for not even fighting.
1: Yeah. You know, Dana's one of those guys, if you put him on the spot, you might get an answer. You know? He <laughs> yeah. uh, put Dana on the spot. and Dana's cool. Like, Dana always, like, helps everyone out. Dana's one of those guys that you could actually talk to. Like, that's that's what I kind of – um. I kind of got from him, from meeting him. I realized that he was one of those guys that you could just go up and say anything to, and he would tell you exactly what was on his mind. Now, Team DC, if you think about it,
0: you got Pena. He got injured. You got Steele. He's got concussion symptoms. Then you got Smullen, who had full cramps and he can't even fight. Is DC's team cursed?
1: I think I think so, um, I think so. No, I just, I just think it was a bad run in that competition. Anything would happen, and it just so happened that um, they got that bad. Like we got a bad luck of the draw with the wins and stuff like that, and they obviously got a bad luck of the draw with the injuries. But um, our team our team cups of a couple injuries as well. But it seems like their their they're team they're, they're, they're cursed. I'll go with that. They're cursed, but yeah. It just it's just how the competition works sometimes, you know. Now with
0: the next fight, you got the last fight coming up, Dulani Perry versus Tyler Diamond. DC's it seems like DC doesn't really care about the other fighters. He's just like, Oh, Tyler Diamond is the guy. He's gonna yeah he's the number yeah. one pick. He's the he's the best in the house and and you know, it kinda it's kinda shitty, I think, for the other fighters
1: to be hearing that now, watching the show, like it, it is, but if you see, DC kind of puts into his whole team. Even though he's talking so much about Tyler Diamond, he put in for his whole team, so. I guess someone's got to get the attention, you know. I guess it had to be the wrestler. It had to be the, the golden boy. Now, you, so, got, so,
0: you got the most hated guy versus yeah. the golden boy in the last yeah. fight, which actually works out pretty well for the show. Yeah, but imagine how bad it would be for the show if Delany won. That's what I'm saying. So I'm expecting Delani to win. That's what I'm expecting. Uh, I'm kind of like rooting for it in a way. Like even though Delaney, now, now you have to go for the hated. You know, yeah. he could he could become a person where like you people hate him, but it's like you kind of want to root for him to win. And was he crying
1: during the stand No, the the light the light was in his eyes. He was wearing
0: sunglasses, was man.
1: But there is a yeah, there's a lot of sunlight in that room like you don't realize how bright it is i'll say it but um but we'll still tease him about it tyler's always teasing him about it
0: yeah he was wearing sunglasses he was dressed up
1: for the for the he's down. He was dressed up for other people's weigh-ins but there is going to be a new delani on the next episode delani 2.0 this would be the most exciting person on on uh the ultimate fighter
0: no i saw him in the background during this episode Delani. Dulani 2.0. Yes, he was sitting down on the bench. Oh, you noticed that? You noticed park. that? I was trying to see if anyone else noticed that. There was somebody back there, so I saw somebody dressed up, kind of similar yeah. to Dulani, but more extreme. Yeah, more way more extreme. You guys will see that in the next episode. It'll be fun. So what do you think about this fight? Dulani, what, what kind of strengths does he bring into this matchup?
1: Delani's awkward. Delani is, is a lot craftier than what people give him credit for. He kicks hard, and he, because of that karate, he's got the longest reach in the house. I think he had like a 77 inch reach. You know, he had a stupid long reach. He's got super long, deep kicks, super long, like hard kicks as well. Um, he's a purple belt in jiu jitsu. Um, he, he doesn't have very, very good wrestling skills, and um, his jiu for MMA is a little bit different. But um, he does have skills, um, so it's just about putting them to use. Tyler, obviously, everyone knows he's a well-rounded fighter. He's, he's mainly a wrestler, so let's see uh, what happens in this next one. We, you know, like, like I said, anyone can beat anyone on that show. Anyone. But you already know what happens,
0: which is kind of weird that you're talking about something that you already know happens. But I still believe that it could
1: have worked out 10 different ways. Oh, definitely, definitely. You know that's you know, why. That's that's why mean, of, great. And and like, I don't want to ruin it too much for anyone. I don't want to give any spoilers away or any indication of of who who wins or anything. But you know, um, it it this competition, like, if the same two people fought ten times, every time it will turn out differently. So yeah. um, so I could mean a lot of things with what I say.
0: So now, how many spots are left open? There's two spots
1: open, right? There's two spots open. There's Luisa's spot and there is Ricky's spot. One 145, one
0: 155. So one of the 145ers will come back and another 155er will come well, back. and
1: who, fight in who the do you think out of, out of the 145ers, who, who do you think put on the best like, show, performance? Well, you'd have to go with the guy that won. Oh, no you have to go with the guy
0: that no I'm saying out of the loser oh the, the guy that lost then it would be probably you because you had kind of went back and forth with your yeah. with your in your fight right so uh if the other one the other fights are really then what about at 155 who would you bring back oh that's a tough one man i think I'm this is the... Like, uh, what's his name the uh the Gracie guy uh Wait at uh, 155. Is that
1: 155? Who
0: Wait, which? Uh, oh, um, Jose. Yeah, I think Jose. They should give him another chance, man. Like, I think he could do a yeah, lot well, better.
1: We should start a poll this week, um, for who should be brought back into the competition.
0: Definitely, you should start a poll on that. Yeah, and, uh, start a poll. Where it goes. We'll see what yeah. happens. The um yeah man it's gonna I think this is the part where the show actually becomes more interesting. To be honest. We'll see how it turns out. Because the um the semifinals, the fights get more I don't wanna say they're more important, but
1: this is where I think but, the matchups are very key. Uh, yeah, I think from the start of it, styles make fights, matchups are key. Um I'm really, really interested to see the interviews between, like, obviously, Dana White, the fighters, um, and, uh, like, the coaches. Like, you know, when they sit down and they talk about the semifinal picks? I want to see how they come up with it all. And these are the things that I didn't get to see and I didn't get to experience. So, hopefully, I get to re-experience them again. Is there any unexpected beef that happens
0: in the future that we don't know about yet? Is there any...
1: yeah, well, obviously, fighter. Some fighters are gonna have to end up fighting their teammates. So that's when some things get interesting. A few teammates stop trusting other teammates. Um, a few guys from other teams cross train. Um, you know, so it, it, that starts to play uh, play into it as well.
0: So basically, Alan Zuniga is training
1: alone. <laughs> Why is <'Cause laughs> not understand him? Now, he, Alan, Alan trained. Alan had a translator there with him the whole time. Oh, was he part of the team? The translator? Yeah, he was one of our coaches, Gustavo. Ah, oh, okay, okay. He was, uh, he was an assistant coach. He trains at um, Extreme Couture. Um, he's a bantamweight, super good fighter. Um, and yeah. All right, man. I guess uh, uh, we'll see what
0: happens. I think this, this fight is one of the most interesting matchups coming up. Because it's the last fight, and also it's Tyler Diamond, the golden boy, versus Dulani Perry, the shit-talking mastermind.
1: Yeah, that's it. let's see if he can get into Tyler's head.
0: For real. I want to see. I, I'm kind of interested in that to see, like, the lead-up to this fight. Can he get into Tyler's head? Or is going
1: to be stoic? If, if you've got a whole episode dedicated to Dulani, it'll be interesting.
0: Serious. All right, man. Uh, let's shut it down, and uh, next week we'll see what happens.
1: Thank you very much, boss. Speak to you next week. For sure.